Hello, and welcome to Word on Wearside. My name is Lewis Bassendill. I'm a music and motorsport journalist with a passion for jazz and neo-soul in the North East. Now, today I would like to play you an excerpt from an interview I did recently with a neo-soul band, Swan Neck, consisting of Bailey, Finn and Molly and other members. This interview dives into a couple of aspects of the North East scene, and also we talk about their new single, Lucid Dreams, which should be out in December. Why, like, why Neo Soul, and what is your favourite thing about the genre? Uh, Erica Badu, because she's the absolute mother of Neo Soul. Um, obviously, it was, what was his name, the piano player? Because he coined it for her. Uh, I don't have a clue. Does he no, does, I man, because do, he, he said do. that he well, used to tell me the name, know. but obviously uh, I, I love Erica Badu because I love Lauren Hill, but it's just basically kind of like... It's weird because I didn't realise that it was really Christian-based, and obviously I was raised in a Catholic school, and Finney also went like through church as well, and I think it's probably that pull of like rhythm and blues with jazz and I feel like that's what happened to Neo Soul like it it came from like the struggle of black artists who were trying to do something that wasn't just like oh well we're gonna just speed up classical music it was like it came from like you know that gospel element as well as yeah as well as being able to just be authentic with the rhythm and blues like as I say but Erica Badu like just talks about so many different like it's funny because she she goes from being very like to the point and then very vague which I like because I'm very like an abstract storyteller but as well as being very like intentional with what I'm trying to say so that's why I would say so yeah, it's so. very much the core and the origins of the music rather than, yeah, definitely. let's I mean, say, where it is now, for example. Yeah, well, when, like, Swan Neck started and Swan Neck started, like, in lockdown and I was, like, just picking up the piano, I hadn't played piano before and I've, I've only been playing piano now for, like, Jay. two and a bit two and a bit years, two, two years, something like that. But when I started, my mate Jake... He showed us like bad bad not good which is a jazz band and then like hearing it it just sounded like so complex not saying near soul isn't but like oh the jazz was like I was gonna say, was there's very, a lot of sounds that are complex yeah, so i course, completely agree like, with yeah. you in that music music is not just one beat it has so much wrapped around it yeah, that every yeah. that the best the best music are ones that you can de-layer yeah, and understand yeah. each individual yeah. part yeah well it's just like as a new player like who's like self-taught approaching a jazz sound was like very done and uh, seemed like a big hurdle to overcome but then so obviously like listening to people like erica badu like hey it's coyote stuff like that like what Robert Glasper. Yes, well, yeah. I remember. I was sat there yeah. like, I know his name. I, know, I, know his I was, was name. going for it. I was, I was, I was like, it is Robert Glasper. Sorry, hello. Load. But yeah, so. No, I was going to say, you get £1,000 on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for that. <laughs> Where is Don't it? say that. Get out. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Well, I'll take this microphone because you've just said that. But yeah, so just like, that's kind of where it all started. Just like, coming up with some changes like 
that were just like more soul inspired like more like robert glasper inspired and then kind of veering off like through the path of like becoming a more competent player being able to approach stuff that is a bit more complex so it was definitely sort of that time where you had where everything was locked down you had that time to really be creative yeah and hone yeah. in and find that because that is probably where a lot of the music that is coming out right now that is where a lot of it was sort of molded yeah, and perfected and bested and that is probably it's there's very few but probably one of the best positives out of being sort of that time is it gave people time to just step back from the craziness of the industry yeah, and really definitely. get back to strip it back to basics yeah. and get focused on how do I what do I want what yeah, do I create yeah. what what influences me and that is probably why for example a lot there's a lot of good sort of not not sort of the big top toppers or anything but there's a lot of good British music coming out is because everyone had that time to focus on what what they wanted rather than what the f- what rather than what the industry wanted yeah definitely yeah. I mean lockdown like I said that's where it started like Swan Lake and it was just like me in my bedroom with a little tiny midi keyboard like trying to figure out things and trying to learn things but like it was just a like I would have went insane if I didn't have music you know what I mean I would have just been like locked in a room just doing nothing you know uh, I mean? it's, so it's like, like just yeah. just <laughs> as like just as we were all starting to get out of this into early 22 that's how like we met obviously through music in general you know we well obviously I met you through India because obviously I bumped into India busking back in 2020 and then Bailey was supporting as part of the drums and obviously through your various projects as well it is this is probably why I chose you guys in specific and just sort of that's why I love the North East scene in general is that it's so varied and and it's like one big family but it's not all but not each genre is one family it's the family transcends different forms and different styles and different sounds and it is and it does annoy me in a little bit of a way when you say here the major let's say the BBC network when they're trying to do new music festivals and things they seem to overlook this area quite a bit and that does annoy me like I've noticed recently let's say Six Music with their new music fix live they've gone straight to Scotland and no one's really listening to Newcastle at the minute Sam if you look Venice at it I blame him he's took up too much of the scene <laughs> now he needs to step down that is probably he's no, a lovely lad I, I love Sam but the problem is it is kind of if you ask someone from lighthouse London family. Don't, don't, the lighthouse family yeah but if you ask someone from Newcastle like <laughs> what is Newcastle music currently they would just pick up on Sam. It depends yeah. if you're actually here, was, though, because I've say, been yeah, doing yeah. buskers and I've been in the music scene since I was, like, a kid, like, 13. Yeah, I'm 25 that. now, and I know all the unsung heroes yeah. of Newcastle. That's what I mean. Boyle. It's like if you ask someone down south, and that's what I feel like. These I, sounds need bringing... Yeah. <laughs> these sounds, like, need bringing the, up, the bubbling thing, up the to the core. like, the Newcastle scene is, like... From I've been on the scene since I was 16 years old when I came to Newcastle College, and that's where me and Molly first met when I was 16. And Newcastle, I went like just across the road from Newcastle, <laughs> Newcastle so. has like always had this because of the area and because of like how we're brought up around here, the the condition and the just the way of life around the northeast. Like the music has always been very rough and tough, very punk, very like very aggressive because of the conditions that well, we yeah, live we've... over here but now if you if your boots on the ground in the scene like this like jazz neo soul soul 
like there's a totally different approach to like music coming about in Newcastle now. It's just a lovely place to be though. It is, just it's in great, general, it's, great, it's like, like, a, like a, that's kind of like some of the things that does annoy me. It's like when people are talking about, oh, we're going a night out. It's like over because and things. Have you not heard of Cobalt? Have you not heard of Bob? Have you not heard of these amazing places? Yeah. In Newcastle, it's like swap the nightclub for these amazing places and it and it helps it's much better because especially with cobalt's recent struggles i have been saying spend your money there rather than spending your money at a, lo- at a nightclub you will just play dance music all night yeah. you, you need to understand that when you pay for a gig ticket the money does matter yeah of course that's but the way there, i see it there's got to be a place for everyone hasn't there? You know oh yeah I mean? there's it's a like... place for everybody but i just believe that especially just that the focus should be like, yeah, the nightclubs are amazing, but there's also you need to consider you need to yeah, consider the, course, the yeah, independent yeah. venues, need, especially just people around me. It's just like when we're talking about night outs, I do kind of go independent venues, just because I do understand that the independent venues need the funding. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, if the other ones would just stay. Just a segue. You guys are releasing new music, aren't you? Yes, on the 29th of December, we are finally bring 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 it to the world. Because to be honest with you, this will probably go out before then. But if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Feel free. Yeah. Well, we're releasing a song called "Lucid Dreams," which you know we were getting political before. It's kind of about waking up to the world around us and realizing that everything that you think is going on isn't actually really going on, and you need to be aware of your surroundings and. We're releasing on the 29th of December. We're also got a show launch party on the 29th of December as well. Hooch Coochie. We'll have the boys. That's we'll going to be manic, that. Like, that is like the weird good. bit in between Christmas and New Year where no one knows what day it is, what time yeah. it is, or anything. Exactly. And that should be still yeah, Exactly. Yeah, it'll be good fun. <laughs> it'll be good fun. There'll be some Tagline for the poster. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, like to be lucid and to lucid dream is uh, introspective thing like once you create that space within yourself external things don't affect you and that's what i like from the words because i i I kind of made it a joke because it was like waking up is easy if you want to because like once you've started to awaken to like the mass control and the brainwashing and everything like that like you're saying with you picking being intentional about what music you listen to and how you you give money to an artist like you don't you don't just revert back and go I'm gonna do it the same way that I've always done it and like it's not like having a jab at like people who've been born into privilege because I don't I don't think that's their fault but it's definitely going like you know for people who are struggling and who are going well why don't I have this and comparing and stuck in that consumerist mindset is like actually there's a way out of this and it's going inward I have to admit I I am starting to look more consciously but at the same point I'm like I'm kind of like ha- Helpless, and especially like when I go to a certain supermarket things, I do think about this business. Mm. But at the same time, I go, I like it though. And while I understand and feel the guilt, mm. it's like do I don't that's want just to. An addictive uh, pattern that you've. That's got. probably tr- no. That's it's a not... question. That's I don't know. Pattern. It's like a supermarket though. It's like for example, my M&S. If I go in there, there's certain things I like, and it's because I'm like autistic, it's like safe foods and that. So Martin that's probably Spencer's why. Yeah. Do a massive job to actually source things. Yeah, that's properly, true. Yeah, that actually yeah. do. That's why it's more expensive. Well, I don't you... mind paying more if it's proper sourcing and that because I'm one of those people that's like, yeah, it's gonna cost me more, 
but I'm better off spending that rather than take going the cheap route and. And being sprayed with pathogens. Right. Oh, being someone being paid <laughs> ten p. Yeah. That's the way I see it. It's like I would rather spend more and deal with the, my con my financial consequences later rather than going the cheap route and de and doing someone a massive disservice. Yeah, but this is the thing. And this is what like when I was when I was saying that sort of stuff and about like becoming like more aware of your surroundings and stuff. It's like some people don't have the privilege to not buy cheap stuff or to not that to go to go to these locally that's like social places, media at the minute you know I mean? like, like if if you look at the algorithm there's lots of like fitness influencers going you shouldn't have this product you shouldn't have this product you shouldn't have this product and that is probably causing a lot of problems with people. it look if you can afford if you can only afford a certain type of food that is better than nothing you have to just understand the fact that if you can afford what green yeah. 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 yeah that's what things I mean. that are like where yeah. it's like people are actually like it does if I no one should feel idea, guilty for just getting what doing what they can no but if no. i had an ideal world like say there's a perfect world that exists we would all just have farmers markets and we would give to our local farmers like oh, i would from do where that. we are and well, that would be beautiful because then we'll just have little like stalls and every farmer would have all the stalls and it would be beautiful because then it's like we're not having to give to these massive corporations that just keep eating and eating and eating money mm. and if you say that you can't afford like you can go to the Granger market and you can get a bag of like nearly 17 carrots for next to 20 pence yeah, like, yeah that's, honestly, well we do little but that's just out of choice but again yeah. like you can, it's cheaper to go to a green well it just costs well we for where we live we don't really have like that green grocery or anything and then mm -hmm. if it was if it was to go to the Granger market it would cost it would be the cost of driving and parking it's annoying that's, that's, what, that's, that's what, the same that's down what south where my yeah. friend lives that's why I was telling her because yeah. she's got a farm I was like mate if you start planting like but all this veg so, now you could be that's making thing, like down <laughs> south down south is it's probably because they, they have the financial That was a brilliant interview, wasn't it? Now, if you want to find out more about Swan Neck, you can follow them on Instagram at swan underscore neck. And you can also follow me, Lewis Bassendale, at LJB underscore motorsport on Instagram and at lgbmotorsport.co.uk. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Word on Wayside, and I'll see you soon.